See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, we are back once again for, of course, Slow Robot Go-Go. So what is this, 3.14? No, 3.17. Wow. A lot of shows. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different because first I'll start out by saying, well, my house was hit by lightning last week, uh, which that was great fun. A big chunk of my house was in my neighbor's yard. So, believe it or not, the lightning blew a piece of the uh, stucco from one side of my house to the neighbor's yard. That was not cool. And I lost the internet for about five days and lost a very expensive record player and uh, some other things here and there. Could have been worse. The house didn't light on fire. All the kittens have survived, so my cats and my feline audience is still widely in event in effect um <clears throat> i was gonna go through what i watched this week because i watched a couple of really neat uh good movies i watched some really interesting movies but i think uh um i'm gonna kind of talk about a transition we're making i've it's been a little bit harder and harder for me to do this each week uh doing the solo shows you know watching movies is never hard because i love b movies but talking about them and bringing an interesting take or a informative take on it has been harder it seems each week you know i don't want to be the kind of person that sits here and, and and talks about a movie and basically tells you nothing new brings nothing new to the table and that's how i felt the last couple shows you know so i am gonna step back um the next i mean we have 60 of the asian cult cinema shows and i've been run, cycling two of those per show here um, I'm going to start just doing that, and I'm not sure where it's going to go from there. Either this is the last, not the last, I mean, either at the end of those runs, you know, that might be the end of Slow Robot Go-Go, and then I'll transition into something else. I've been kind of thinking about doing a pinball uh, podcast, because I like pinball, and I'm kind of in that world a little bit. Or, uh, you know, I also have the other shows I do on Radio St. Pete, which are the Indie Circuit and um, Saki Bama Go-Go. Um, go to indie, go to uh, RadioStPete.com and you can look those up on the audio archives. Um, you know, I'm doing those with Promi, and I'm having a lot of fun doing those. I'm actually getting a lot more traction with the Saki Bama Go Go, where you know some of these really classic, awesome Japanese bands are sending me their music, the Pebbles, the Five Six Seven Eights. You know, I'm starting to get a lot of uh, a really great interest and a really great response from that. So, um, <clears throat> you know. As it kind of saddens me to even talk about it, because to be honest with you, I've loved doing Slow Robot Go Go. Uh, you know, it's it was it was always like this fun, awesome thing to talk about these crazy B movies, which I love from the bottom of my heart. You know, um, even when I was over in Korea, I was doing some Slow Robot Go Go solo. But then the whole thing was, I knew when I got back, it was going to roll right into a the show with me and Doctor Morbius, and you know, he knew a lot about like some of the background stuff, and he had some interesting takes. We were very different people. And that's what kind of makes it interesting to listen to. I'm not too sure um, how interesting it's been uh, just hearing me talking about it. You know, I I don't. It's a little bit harder than you might think to sit and talk into a microphone. I've never had a problem with it. I'm a, in fact I enjoy it. Um, but I've always kind of 
maintained that if I'm not bringing something new or bringing something, bringing a different perspective, if if I'm not like at least, you know, when you're sitting there listening to me, if I'm making, I'm not making you laugh or I'm not making you kind of think about, oh yeah, that is an interesting perspective about that movie. Well, then what's the point? You know, you, you can listen to any idiot sit there and rehash what it says on IMDb and what what it says on, you know, the Metacritic and all that stuff. And that's not, you know, what's the point? So I digress. I've already gotten a little long-winded here. See, you, you put me in front of a microphone, I just can't shut up. That's one of my many talents that's led me to obscurity. Um, so, you know, needless to say, um, some of them, as I repackage these kung fu theaters and Asian cult cinemas, there's some really great movies that we talk about. There's some really funny movies we talk about. So the ne- going forward, it's going to be two of those each week. I think sometimes I'll do an intro. Sometimes I might not even do an intro. It's kind of lazy to not even do an intro. Uh, and I get that. You know, I don't want to... If I'm just phoning it in, then I should really just ter- click the off button. Um, but I just wanted to kind of keep, keep you... Th- I know because I have some long-time listeners. We have some listeners that have been with us for many, many years as we've done this. Um... And, uh, you know, even towards, I, I could, I felt it even towards the end of, you know, uh, when Dr. Morbius was here and, you know, he was going through some stuff. We weren't funny anymore. We weren't fun anymore. It was kind of like, it felt labored even at that point. And, uh, that's no good for anybody. So, <clears throat> although I'm not going to officially put the nails in the coffin, as it were, and, you know, I'm going to start doing these, uh, I'm going to just stay up front. I'm going to start doing these Asian cult cinemas, the Kung Fu theaters. You're going to just start getting those, um, two a week. I'll, I'll probably do some intro stuff, or maybe I'll talk about some movies. It was like I saw Deadpool 2, hilarious movie. Um, I started watching more of the uh, the lineage of the Marvel movies, which is something I didn't really like at first, but believe it or not, my mother has an extensive collection of every one of those, so I've kind of been watching them in chronological order, and they started to make more sense with me, and maybe I just didn't understand what I was watching before. I don't know. Um, so I, maybe I'll start doing a couple theme shows here and there, when I can, when I have the time, when I really, uh, you know, think of some funny stuff, or maybe get Speedo Man in here, get Promy in here with some of the stuff he loves, Disney stuff, he loves movies, so might be able to cobble together a couple of really funny, good shows for you in the in the meantime. But uh, you know, so without any further ado, here is the next two Kung Fu theaters, and what what happened was the Kung Fu theaters, these were shows that were on the Radio St. Pete, because I was I've been working with RadioStPete.com. Uh, it's a local radio station uh, and on online presence, of course. And I started doing Indie Circuit since day one. I was one of the early adopters. I was always doing the, the Indie Circuit. And that's independent music and me talking. And then I came up with the idea of doing Kung Fu Theater. And that ran concurrently with uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go, of course. So I was doing, uh, me and Dr. Morbius were doing the Asian Cult Cinema and the Slow Robot A Go-Go. Um, and then I was doing the Indie Circuit on my own. So basically, we did Kung Fu Theater to show like 25 or something like that. And then it became very apparent that we couldn't talk about... Like Kung Fu movies were starting to like kind of just run together in our brains. So that's when we rebranded that show as Asian Cult Cinema. So although you're getting Kung Fu Theater now, because I'm, I'm kind of putting them in in chronological order um, when they were made. You know, they went back to 2016 is when we started doing the Kung Fu Theater. Uh, like today, to do today, I'm gonna do Kung Fu Theater number show 11 and 12, and one of those from those are from uh, you know, those are from 7 19 2016 and 8 1. Oh, okay, wow, that's cool. Uh, you know, and 8 1 2016. So you're talking about it's like a little time capsule of two years ago, two and a half years ago, kind of. 
Um, and I'm going to just be doing that going forward. So they're informative. It's still some cool movie stuff. And you'll still hear my voice pop in and out here and there. Um, and I don't, I hope you don't feel let down. If you do, please shoot me an email or shoot me a message on the, on a, you know, go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com and uh, let me know. Or Facebook. I have a Facebook page. You know, Slow Robot Go Go Facebook page. That's, that's where everything's at. And you can kind of shoot me a message saying, hey, you know, I like the show. Why don't you try and find some uh, somebody to bounce some uh, stuff off of and re- keep, keep it going? Or or maybe say, hey, that's all right that you bow out. <laughs> don't say that. That would hurt my feelings. No, that's okay. All right, so without any further ado, here is Kung Fu Theater show number 11 and show number 12. And I will see you next week with more craziness. Hey, we are back. That long gong tells you it's time for Kung Fu Theater. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Mal, with me as always. Uh, Dr. Morbius, long gong. Yes, uh, yeah, okay. yep. Last week I was a, I did a solo show and I just talked about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, you did? And all okay. the, yeah, I just did like a whole movie review show. Um, obviously, I have, I'm well versed in the Van Damme-a-thon. Yeah. And this week we had, uh, this is Kung Fu Confusion again. Kung Fu Confusion. Ah, Because we watched two Bruce Lee movies, but little unbeknownst to me, these movies were retitled. Yeah. So I'm watching. I picked Fist of Fury. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I was confused when you said, "Oh, we watched different ones," because I was like, "You sent me the link." <laughs> I did. <laughs> but what happened was, I sent you the link. But I go, "Oh, wait a minute. This movie's now on El Rey, uh-huh. and it's going to look a lot better than the than the YouTube version." So I just watched it on El Rey. <laughs> Good move on my part. These movies were retitled. So what you watched, what well, I watched was originally called in the U.S. The Chinese Connection. Yep. And what you watched was, was originally Fist called Fury. Fist of Fury. But the reality is the one that you watched was The Big Boss. Yeah. And the one that I watched was supposed to be called Fist of Fury. The one, and it's weird because I had the, I actually ended up watching it off of, I downloaded it off of the off YouTube to watch on my TV. But then I was like, ah, eh, I have it on, on disc. The disc I have has Chinese Connection on one side, uh, uh, Kung Fu, uh, Fist of Fury on the other. So yeah. it ha- I mean, and it is the the DVD I have of Fist of Fury is such a just pan and scan. In the one fight scene, the tape goes out, and it's on the DVD. Like the DVD has the tracking issues and the tape flutter and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, you cheap bastards! You, that's why I watched. You didn't it on even. A, that's why I watched it on El Rey because El Rey was widescreen. Oh yeah, you, they didn't even clean it up. Nice. I'm like, you didn't even clean up like the tape. Yeah, lag. But you probably did. You but did you watch like a, a cheapo tape of it, a DVD, or was it a a, a big? Uh, no, it's the six ninety nine. Yeah, if you if you movies, buy like yeah. the the better one, you'll but probably get the real something, movie. man. You should. Like, but it's like I didn't realize until today. That these movies were screwed up titles, and I'm like, oh no! And I didn't have time to watch the big box. But hey, you good news for you: two, two for one. You got a bogo. 
Yeah. Buy one kung fu movie review for zero dollars. Because yeah, it's just free. Anyway. Get, get another one stuff. free. Although I did, did uh, I did check in with. Uh, said, how's our numbers? How are we doing? Um, we're doing good. Kung yeah. Fu's doing Kung, good. Kung Fu Theater. Is, it, thank you, good. all you listeners out there. I guess um, you know we're we're holding holding market. So yeah, yay. there we go. We're doing something right. We're trying. Uh, yeah. We're trying, folks. Trust us. We've got this other show called Slow Robot A Go Go, which is a podcast on bunchofdorks.com, which yep. is similar but not as much Kung Fu. Yeah. Some we, we we always delve into kung fu at some point or another. At some point or some kind of food. One week I know we're gonna all we're gonna do like we're gonna each pick a kung fu movie. So we're gonna like I know one week we're gonna watch three kung fu movies and we're gonna get them all mixed up and our brains are gonna fall out. Yeah. But this week it's all about the icon of the kung fu world, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, the great you know, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Uh, historically, I think his. The icon that he has become uh, is because he died young. Uh, no, I, think not, I think it was well deserved. I mean, no, nothing against the guy, but he—it's he, like a James Dean kind of thing where In a way, he yeah. has a small body of work, and it's just become elevated more and more and more, and he's become more of an icon or cult figure than he is. Well, in a way, because yeah. in, in the U.S. anyway, yeah. he was the first. Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, they were making I, I, martial yeah. arts movies before, but he was the one that broke it open. It's he's right. the Beatles, right? He's Elvis. And again, I'm not he's being disper- disparaging towards him. It's just his icon has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. He's he's Elvis, man. Yeah. There was rock and roll before him. Elvis made it into this worldwide. There was martial arts before. Well, Bruce Lee Elvis was Elvis. even one of his pupils. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I started he's thinking Elvis. about because. I don't even know if Jeet Kune Do, which is his style of martial arts, is even Taught uh, anymore. practiced anymore. Um, I'm sure it is. Don't come after me with your dojo. But wasn't his style like a non-style? Yeah. So, and it was kind of, he made it up after he passed away, kind of just... Yeah. He, it wasn't recognized. It was it his was, style. Yeah. How could he teach it? He was he was gone. I mean, he yep. taught it to like a few pupils, in the, many pupils in the U.S. I guess some of them are in these movies, actually. Oh, yeah, know. of course, you know. But... Uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's Elvis of Kung Fu, but yep. you take it or leave it. I mean you know, it, and then I think in the, I read in the one that I watched, whatever the big but what is it called? The, no, the one that you watched was actually called the Big Boss here. The one that I watched was called the Chinese Connection here. Right. In the one that I watched, Jackie Chan does show up mm-hmm. in the movie. He's one of the extras that gets beat up by Bruce Lee. <laughs> but you say you can't really see him unless you like blink really fast right. or whatever. But the one that you saw was the first one. Yeah, and it was the one the with one the, uh, was the, second you know, the one. The one I, the 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 iconic thing from this one is, and this is the one with it where they work in the ice mill, where they're just cutting ice and the guy's putting drugs in it. And the almost one of the most famous things about this movie was there's a there's a video clip of him punching through ice that wasn't in the movie, and supposedly. If I'm getting this right, and I sh- I tried to go look it up, but I didn't get to it in time. Supposedly, this is the one where there was an extra that had a little bit of a disagreement with him, oh, and they and, and they fought off scene off cam- they fought off set, but he but they kept the cameras rolling. So there's this footage of an oh, Bruce act- Lee beating the crab out of somebody. Bruce Lee and some guy going at it. Wow. I don't know who won, and that's the thing. You know, wow. like there's a lot of stories of. Of of somebody getting a little bit uh, like heavy-handed, and then all of a sudden Steven Seagal is actually fighting an extra, and they usually sometimes oh, so they that lose. happens to all these guys. Sometimes they lose. Steven Seagal got beat up by an extra, 
at, really? on, on some set because just because you're a black belt in your dojo does not mean you're tougher than some of these guys and there's tough dudes in every bar and everywhere, you know. Well, the story but, that I read on his Wikipedia page or whatever was that they were making a movie and some ex, uh, some guy challenged Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee said, all right, fine. Bruce Lee killed him, kicked the, ate the crack out. After he beat the crap out of him, the guy's like laying there and he goes, like, get back to work. He didn't fire him anything. He goes, just get back to work. And the guy just went back to work after he got the crap beat out of him. So and That, that might have been in Way, that that was been in way the, of the Dragon. I oh, think. you think? Okay. I think it was in Way of the Dragon, yeah. One of the other things is, is these are all... Unpa- Apocryphal stories. And I, I... But they're possible. I think they're always leaked around the time, so it builds... I think it's fake... PR and I really don't know how much of it's true it's or not. It's good for like you yeah. know in the publicity. It's like on the on the in the in the ad met. Oh yeah, by the way, did you know that DYI? Did you know that Bruce Lee actually beat a guy up in this yeah. movie? And now and now they're like, oh TMZ features Steven Seagal really got into a fight. Whatever. If they can sell, if they make a lie like that up and they sell a hundred more tickets, that's a hundred more tickets. They don't. It's all like a publicity machine. I. You can see where it probably would be real once in a while. Probably most embellished. It had to have happened happened at some point. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think it gets embellished along the way. Somewhere, I mean, you've heard stories of like actors at a bar or something when somebody's drunk coming up to them like, "You're not that tough." Well, athletes all the time. Why do you think there's there's NFL has twenty lawsuits a year where some there's an altercation because somebody doesn't like the running back. Or someone doesn't like that team, and it's pretty easy to get a jockey guy into a fight. <laughs> all you got to do is start cracking wise on their mama, and all of a sudden, drunk people are fighting. It's not a hard thing. So it's it, you know, unfortunately, we see it all the alcohol time. Alcohol and <laughs> alcohol impairs your your ability to make sound and, rational and, decisions. And, and Trust I, me, kids, I know. And what I have noticed about these movies, especially the modern day martial arts, is back then anyway. We're living in a fantasy world with with rarely any guns, you know. Oh yeah, it's a fantasy world that everybody just fights with their hands, you know. Or they'll like a lot of times, especially like the transporter and something like that. They have guns and they'll go boom, 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 click, and they throw the gun down and, and they, they just run at each other and then they just go to town and you're like, okay, you know, uh, uh, and that's yeah. fine. That's what you're paying the ticket for. You yeah, know. you don't want to see somebody just shot done end of movie. You yeah, know? you're like, wow, that was a quick movie. Sure, yeah, wish I wouldn't have paid a four bucks. Fight or... and then, you know, so anyway, yeah, we got two, two, two Bruce Lee movies. Two Bruce Lee movies for the price of mm-hmm. free. Wow, can't beat that price. All right, all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we come back. We're gonna do your movie first. We'll do, this, we'll go over, cause I know Fist I, of Fury one or two. I, no, this is two. This is the second movie. I've, I know I've seen them all, so I guarantee when you start talking, I'll be like, oh, I remember that, cause. You, you know, you can't help but see these movies. They're all the time. They're the first ones you usually see. Yup. All right, we'll be right back. On a mysterious island in the South China Sea, there is a fortress without walls, protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon, U.S. Karate Champion Jim Kelly, and Black Belt Hall of Fame superstar Bruce Lee. 
penetrate the secret chambers of Han's evil empire, discover its secret, and destroy. This is Enter the Dragon, where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. Enter the Dragon. From Warner Brothers, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? All right, we are back, and that was, of course, Enter the Dragon, and then the that's, most annoying that's sound the one in the world. that El Rey didn't play. <laughs> I wonder why. Moolah. Anyway, what did you watch this week? Okay, the movie that I watched was called Fist of Fury on El Rey, but I think in the United States it was the Chinese connection. Yeah, that's what the DVD was called. Because was called. to 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 capitalize on the French connection, but it's not a drug movie. It's the it's the classic standard. At the beginning of the movie, Bruce Lee comes back to the dojo and he finds out that there's a funeral. They killed his master. I killed your master. And he like flips out. Daryl like, Hannah. Yeah, right. He jumps yeah, 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 That's right. right. I killed your master. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Daryl Hannah doing that line oh, was driver. just like she was so like snarky and jerky. I was like, I, forgot I laughed. I, I was like, that. That's right. I killed your master. So he's okay. like, Bruce Lee's like flipping out, and he's like, he jumps on the coffin, and he's like, and, and he's like, come on, get out of there, and he won't get out, and then finally somebody that grabs a shovel and knocks him out. And then you find out that it's basically like the Japanese versus the Chinese schools, because uh-huh. they're back at the school, and they're going, what happened? Oh, we don't know. You know, he's dead, or he died, or whatever. And all of a sudden, the, the Japanese school comes in, and he goes, I have something to bring you. And he brings him this like uh, this like um, scroll, scroll, and and it says, "You are the sick man of Asia," you know, saying that they're like you know like garbage or whatever. Dogs, yeah. And Bruce Lee's like, oh, you can see it in his face. He's like, "I want to kill him." But do you think in China they call that Japan Japan exploitation? Yeah, like instead of because like, it's just a cheap. Wait, oh, like, oh, we hate Japanese? Yep, they're Japanese. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just Japan, Japan exploitation. I, I, I guess this was during the Japanese occupation of Shanghai sure, whatever. or whatever. <laughs> so, so like, Bruce Lee wants to kick his butt, but the guy goes, no, don't do it. You know, we don't want trouble. You know, we just lost our teacher. We want our school to stay. And he's like, Arr! and the guy's like, yeah, you are dogs and blah, blah, blah. Who wants to fight me? And nobody, nobody fights him because they don't want to get in trouble. And Bruce Lee wants it, so they go... All right, since you all are a bunch of sniveling dogs or whatever, we'll go now. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they leave, and Bruce Lee's like, you know, uh, and the guy goes, I'm glad you didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Don't do anything. You know, just chill out. You know, your master died, and we don't know what happened, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, he doesn't listen. So he takes off, and he shows up at the dojo. And, of course, and I think this is the first movie. At least Shannon Lee was the, the, the host of the thing. She goes, this is the first movie where he pulled out the, the Chucks. This is okay. one of the first Nunchuck movies. So he goes to the dojo, and he's like, you know, here's your, uh, bring him back your your uh, your plaque or whatever. Here's what I think about it. And he breaks it, and he goes, and and he goes like, you know, and, and, and the guy goes, oh, well, now you've insulted us. And so he has to fight everybody. So, of course, it's like there's like 20 people there. So he's like kicks the main guy's butt. And then he kicks another guy's butt, and then the rest of them are coming out. And he pulls out the chucks, and he starts like wailing on wailing everybody. everybody. He knocks everybody out, and he grabs the main guy, and he goes like, 
he goes he grabs the the writing you know on the, the yeah on the thing and he, and he crumbles up and he goes you're gonna eat this now and he's like shoves it down the two main guys faces and he, <laughs> you're gonna eat your words now and he goes this time you're eating paper if you do it again you're gonna be eating glass or whatever and he leaves so now, like they, the 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 masters of the of the school find this out, and so they go and they demolish his school. Right. They beat everybody up. Which I, from what I understand, this does have some truth to it as far as schools challenging other schools and fighting. Um, I again, I think that's more of a glorified thing, but I do remember hearing of this. This did happen where they challenged open challenges to schools. And then if, if one school won, that's where all the students would go kind of thing. You know? Yeah. So this like, is different. This is steeped in nationality. We hate the Japanese. This is Japanese exploitation. Yeah, this is like on. the occupation or whatever. Right, right, right. So he comes back and he finds like a bunch of people. And he, what happened? He goes, well, you went and you, you I told you not to go beat up the other school. You went and beat them up. And like, you know, you, uh, and, and they came in, you, you're not supposed to do that. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. You know, they're, they're really pissed off at you. They want to get you, you know, yeah, well, you know, you, I don't know if this is at this point he hides away or not, but anyway, so then that's going on. So he's in the school mm. and he's, and at night he's like going through the school and he hears like people talking and he goes to investigate it. And the two guys, there's two guys that were the cooks of the school. They're talking and he hears that they're the ones who poisoned the, the teacher. So he's like, oh, yeah. So he freaking kills them both. And then he hangs them in the town square <laughs> where everybody can seize it. So the other the other school, the other guy, or the boss, right, I forgot what he was. He's He finds out about it and he goes, Who the, what the hell's going on here? What, why are they, they're the guys in the school. Who killed them? He goes, it's probably that Chen guy or whatever. He goes, well, you better go get them or whatever, you know. And then, like, you know, they then they, I think I think I'm screwing it up. And then that's when the school kicks the other school's butt oh, okay. right, right, right. Just, it up. something incited it then they went and yeah, bought, yeah i'm screwing it up and mm -hmm. then basically like he kills another guy and then, and then the guys go they call the cops he goes you better go and get this guy because if you don't if if you don't get him we're gonna close down your school you, we're, we're gonna go and it's gonna be really bloody and really bad or whatever yeah. so the cops go in there talk to the school he goes look you better Better you you got to stop this guy because if not we're going to close your school down and it's going to be really bad and now the cops are involved so they go fine so he shows up and they tell him look you got to hide out you got to get out of here they mm. want you to give they want us to give we don't want to do this we're just going to pretend like you left take your you know you came here you know go back where you came from every the school will be fine blah blah and he's like and he's in love with the girl there too so he's like. <laughs> You know, he doesn't want to leave, but he really wants to get revenge on the guy. He goes, fine, I'll leave. So he does, and he just goes out in the woods and lives there. And there's one scene where he's eating some weird animal, like in the in the woods or whatever. It's, it's very rare when they don't have a love interest in these movies. And she's the same woman that was in all three yeah. of these movies, Nora Meow or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they, I mean, they, it, they, like, not all kung fu movies. There's always, like, the doting love interest yes. that's either going to be used as bait or or is or is gonna just be the one that holds them back, or or whatever. It's it, it's weird. There's always like they never don't have one. You know. Yeah. Sure, there's some instances, but not many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, like he's out in the woods, and then he starts like pulling stunts where he's getting these disguises to find out information. He finds out information about some guys, and he starts killing, you know, the, the rival up, uh, the, yeah. the rival people up. You know what I mean? And in the meantime, they're retaliating against the school. And at some point, he's getting rid of so many people 
that they're basically, you know, they go, the cops go to the school and they go like, hey, you know, I mean, this is it. You know, this is it. Your school's going to be closed or, you know, or whatever. You know, so they, she ends up, the girl knows where he is. So she finds him and she goes, look, you got to come back to the school. Blah, blah. And they talk to him and they go, look, you got to stop all this crap because, you know, that's it. The end, you know. And he goes, so what do you want me to do? He goes, like, the the cop promised that he's, the, the cop promised that he's not going to, do anything to the school but you have to turn yourself in and basically they're going to just kill him or whatever so at some point the cops show up while he's there they have a fight or what he has he had a couple of fights before he killed a gunfellow he killed he killed all the bad guys as a matter of fact he even killed the guys who other guys were involved in the killing of his uh, <laughs> master where he kills everybody up and he's like back at the school and the cops show up and he's getting ready to kick all their butts and they basically go look you either turn yourself in or this school gets closed and that's it, you know, you're gonna, you, and he's like, sitting there, and he goes, do I really want to like, you know, ruin what my master, you know, because he's yeah. all about the yeah. sense, he's all about the master, do I really want to ruin, you know, the school, and he goes, he goes, looks to the side, looks to the main cop, and he goes, like, I could, you know, I could kick every one of your butts, but do I have your word of honor that if I go, if I turn myself in, you'll, you'll leave yeah. the school alone, yeah. and the guy looks at him, and he goes, yeah, yeah, you have my word of honor, and he goes, all right, so like they walk him out, and as he's walking out, there's all a bunch of like cops out there with guns, bla blazing. And he's just walking out. All of a sudden, he like runs and jumps in the air, that famous jump. Yeah. And it freezes, and you hear ba 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 ba. So you know they they basically he took one for the team. You know what I mean? Literally. Literally. Yeah. There. I mean, the wow. main thing was he didn't want the school to be closed. And when it finally after he got he, all his revenge, the cops were like, "You, you got too much blood on your hands, bro. You got to either." You got to give it up, or you know we're gonna close the school. And he figured he'd do be honorable to keep the school open. So I screwed it up a lot because I watched it like you know ten days ago or whatever. I know that's the basic gist of the story or whatever. Wow. that's you know, pretty so. crazy. That's and that was the that was the one where he started choreographing more. They said, but again he had a problem with the director. His name was Low Way. When the two first two movies he didn't like them. Yeah. So by way of the dragon, the third one he was taking. You know, doing his own thing. Doing his own thing, but it was a it was a great movie, man. His presence was awesome. You know, he's like, that's a, Jackie Chan rivals him in a different way. Jackie Chan has a presence too, but a lot of the different. other guys a different presence. Like yeah. Bolo has a presence, but he there was something about him, an intensity in his face. Like he's almost like a silent movie actor in a way. The way he reacted to stuff, stoic and and very. He's always the immovable object. Like if you push on him, he won't move. And he was so freaking fast because this is not sped up. A lot of these movies sometimes are a little bit sped up. I, from what I understand, they slow they slow him down so you can see the punches in some of the scenes. Yeah, he was. He so punches that fast that, or he was that fast that they actually slowed film down so you could actually see the movements. Otherwise, it was just a blur. It was not translatable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But this is like this. According to her, this is the first one. I don't know if. Nunchucks were involved in martial arts. This is the first one where he brought him out. And right, used he them. used them, and he was very good with them. He was fast. And then Way of the Dragon, she goes, in this one you get two chucks. You know, yeah. like, I can do that. He pulls out the two, and he wastes everybody with these. I used to do that at the dojo sometimes when we'd have time practice time, and I would just take two of them and just start going. And I was actually really fluid and good with them, and people used to just sit and watch like, oh, my God. How many did you ever get? Did you, while you were practicing, did you ever take a few hits for the team? No, no. Oh, you were that good? Oh, I got, yeah, no, I was, I got yeah. hit myself a few times with those. Things. I did those early in life where I got hit a well, lot. Well, that's what I mean. And yeah, I, early in life, But I powered did. through them, and now and I, I'm, you, I, was, I was pretty good with them. I mean, you, I, you should start off with soft uh, chucks, maybe yeah. nerf chucks. <laughs> if you have the wooden ones, you learn the quick lessons, and you never do it again. 
So anyway, this isn't a, this is a great in, this movie is a great introduction yeah. to Bruce Lee. This is him and his prime, and uh, yeah. you know, right before he became like you know superstar. But these were the first two movies that I remember seeing: Fist of Fury and The Chinese Connection. Yeah, that's a good movie. So this was called The Chinese Connection in the United States. Uh, one side note before we do go: I actually have a scar on my leg. Um, I had a pair of nunchucks that I built in a hidden knife blade that you twist it and took the end off. And it was nunchucks, and then the other side was nunchuck with a knife blade. And as I was spinning them, it went... And I looked down, and blood. the blood had gotten to my ankle. It went straight down my leg, and like like so it it just went across my thigh. But I I think I uh, was channeling um, fights without knives uh, spirit from, uh, from uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine because I had a knife in my nunchucks. Yeah, so there you go. Are Good you, you know, times, That's man. one thing you should do in the future when you're... When you're when you're creating things, you create a flying guillotine. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Keep it up, I will. <laughs> uh, I, I dare you. <laughs> I dare My you. My school dares yours. Oh no! <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna oh, go. Oh, well, I'll give this movie an eight. <coughs> well, yeah, you know, these are all. Or a nine. Yeah, or a hundred. Who cares? All right, we'll be right back. Too big to drive to the devil's house. Yeah. Yep. 
South Florida driving during the break. All right. That was, of course, Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Not starring Bruce Lee. Not starring Bruce Lee. Because he was in the grave. He was honestly in the grave. Uh, where is his... um? Where's his grave or his, his Hong Kong, I think. Is, is it? Because I think they always have like, isn't it always burning? One of those things where there's always the candles by it and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. You know how like sometimes they do that where yeah, the eternal flame. Yeah, the eternal flame thing. That's the word. Those are words that you use. For yes, that. the eternal flame. Ah, uh, I should have done. That's a song sh- by the band. Should have done some show research as to where. That's okay. Any, I just pulled that one out of my. Uh, I thought he was uh, in California or something like that, or Seattle. Oh, maybe. Th- oh, maybe it's in Seattle. That's where he was born, right? In Seattle? I don't know. Seattle. No, he had a, not born in Seattle. He was born in the U.S. He Is was? He, yes. Huh. Well, let's look that up, by the way. Let's take a break. Okay, hold let's on. Let's take a pause. Un momento, por favor. All right. More mysteries solved. You're here to learn, right? Bruce Lee was born in San Francisco in Chinatown. Uh, then he was... His family uh, left back to Hong Kong. Went back to Hong Kong, and he, he is interned at... Uh, Lakeview in Seattle. So we were kind of right on some stuff. Well, Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix both were from uh, that area. There. Must be the water. So yeah. was uh, the guy who killed himself, uh, Nir- Nirvana, yeah. Wow. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, on to other things. Bruce Lee did not die at age 27, though, did he? <sighs> I don't, I don't really. think so. He was no. young. He was in his 30s. Yeah. Because the, the 20, both... Uh, Cobain and Morrison and all these people. Janis Joplin. Rock stars died at 27. Yeah, wow. even that lady a few years ago. What's her face? Um, Amy know, Winehouse. Yeah, she died at 27 too. Well, I yeah. beat all them. <laughs> Cha-ching! I'm older yeah. than that. I don't know. Anyway, yes, yes. I watched the Fist of Fury, which I. This which is, is a, the big boss. The big boss, which this is a. I've seen this one before. Um. I had it. I had downloaded it on. Um, this is a funny thing. I went on YouTube and downloaded it, and I found one that was that says high quality, and it was twice as big. So I downloaded it. When I plugged it in, it was two times on this. It was like double. I saw that. I saw some guy and with I'm that like, double image. Yeah. And I was like, why is this a thing? So I just said, you suck. So I took that out and I put the DVD. And I have a DVD of the movie, and uh, and like I said, it was a pan and scan. To the point that the DVD had the the tape flaws in it, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my god, tracking oh my was. My god, I paid two dollars for that, <laughs> and it's <laughs> tracking was going out, and and it was like flipping around and everything. But anyway, this uh, is a very um, <clears throat> this incorporates one of my. This is the first Bruce Lee martial arts movie. It is okay. There you go. This incorporates one of the, my least favorite tropes of kung fu, ever, and I hate it, and I really wish it would never have been a thing. Where the person you plunk down your hard-earned dollars to see fight has made a promise that they're never going to fight. <laughs> and that equals you're going to sit there for 50 minutes of an hour and a half movie until he finally starts fighting. Oh, he didn't fight until halfway through the movie? Because he made a promise to his mom. And remember your mom. And remember... Bleep, bleep, bleep. So that, And this doting uncle is constantly going, Remember, you shouldn't fight now. And you're like, go, oh, dang it. You know what I didn't pay money for? I didn't pay money to not see Bruce Lee fight. Uh, I paid money to see Bruce Lee fight. And I understand that that trope is to, like, build suspense and to, to make it more Now, if impactful. it's a he's fighting from, like, almost the beginning of the Perfect. movie. Perfect. If I see a Kung Fu movie, like the opening scene of Master of the Flying Guillotine, death perfect. That is exactly what I want to see in a Kung Fu movie. So he's made this promise, and... And it's the constant, like, they get off the boat, 
Well, let's go to see our cousins. They have a job at the at the mill for you. Wonderful. It's really hot. Let's sit down. They get some shaved ice. Street toughs come up and start hassling the girl shaving yeah. ice. And then Bruce Lee, oh, remember your promise. Don't fight. And he looks down at his little amulet. I did do- see that. And he scene. doesn't fight. And you're like, oh my God. That's would you just- meow again. Yep. Yeah. And so then... So then he doesn't fight, and then some the the cousin comes in and fights, and you're like, boy, she wished the cousin was Bruce Lee. Anyway, so then they go back to the house, and there's like a million people in there, and uh, oh, I heard old 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 this one guy went back to the farm to with it to look for a woman. He's like, no, he never made it back. Weird. Anyway, uh, now they go to the to the mill, and the opening scene is like, and he's paying this guy in a very svelte business uh, attire. Lots of money. Uh, so you're like, well, I don't think there's a lot much money in ice. So, uh, yeah. So basically, he's paying them off. They're hiding heroin inside. They just say drugs, but it looks like powder, packets of heroin or, co- oh, or yeah, cocaine. Asian, Dope, yeah. you know. Opiates. Poppy fields. Yeah, poppy fields. So they're, they're hiding this in the ice. They, um, All the workers are great guys. They're all cousins and brothers and friends. They start working in... Right off the bat, uh, Bruce Lee's having kind of trouble with the foreman. He's, you know, I don't know. He just is, he's, he doesn't fit into that kind of environment. And he's kind of cocky, and the foreman's a big jerk. So that's kind of going that way. Um, but he can't fight. He can't fight. But don't fight. No, oh, don't, don't fight. fight. Uh, so so he, he, he goes, I'll help because I'm really strong. And he's pushing the ice down, and one one falls off this track and smashes open. And two of the cousins come walking over. They're like, "Hey, that's weird. This is cocaine or opium or whatever." And then, and then the the foreman comes over and he goes, "But you never saw anything. Get out of here. You know, go back to work." And then another foreman comes running up and punches Bruce Lee across the face. And Bruce Lee just uh, touches his cheek and goes, <laughs> "Doesn't do anything. Don't fight." And you're like, "Okay." okay. So he's like, "It's my fault. I I did." You know, be careful, you dummy, jerk, and stupid. So then they. Then, as they're leaving that day, the the foreman goes, "Hey, you two, the bo- the boss wants to see you." These are the two that found the dope that once when the ice broke, and he's like, "Here's a thousand dollars each. That's a lot of money, right?" And he goes, "Yeah. Why? What are you talking about?" He's like, "See, we're running dope through this. We want to invite you in because you're such good workers." And they're like, "No, that wouldn't be right. But we promise we won't tell anybody." And he's like, okay, well, thanks. You sure won't tell anybody because we're going to murder you. So then this, the foremans come out and they kill him. And they dispose him with the saw because this is an industrial icing. So there's like big saws going on all the time and everything like that. So then now two more people are missing. So there's a total of three people of this house. They're all living together that that just didn't come back. And they're like, what happened? And and the, the whole crew comes up and they're like, what happened to the to the foreman? And they're like, oh, well, we gave we gave them money, so they they probably just went and got women and drunk. They'll just come home drunk, and they're like, that doesn't sound like them. They're really nice guys. And he's like, just get back to work. So then they kind of have like a mini strike, and they're like, no, they're not gonna do that. And I, I'm I'm worried I'm gonna mix this up. Okay, no, this is what happens. So then it gets violent, and they start fighting, and the and the the, the foreman. And and Bruce Lee's just standing there. He's just standing there, and he's fighting and fighting. And then a truck, because there was also a scene where the 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 boss of the drug people is is has like he has a crew of kung fu people that he trains because he's a mar- master of martial arts and and a drug dealer and he's really evil and he's really rich and powerful. And he's like his son is the one who you've seen kind of interacting with the ice 
factory. Um, and 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 like so like then they send the the supervisor calls. And he's like, "There's trouble down here." So he sends a little mini bus with all the thugs from the boss's house too. Now it's like really on. So finally, and Bruce gets punched across the face again. Does nothing. Standing there. Then finally, they broke the amulet. And now he's like, "Oh, now the amulet's broken. Now I can. Now it's on." Now he starts fighting. You're like, thank you, Minute 40, or whatever the hell this is. Thanks for finally getting in. So he dispatches of everyone quickly. And then they're like, oh, you can really fight good. Get, go to the boss's office. So then they make him a supervisor. Shenanigans ensue. He, like, goes to eat with dinner and gets drunk and acts a fool with the bosses. And so now the guys at the house hate him, and still nobody's showed up. So now two more people went... Oh, that's right. That's the other thing. Two more people are gone, so there's a total of... Five people are missing from this house, <clears throat> and then finally, like he Bruce Lee discovers what's going on, and then he goes and fights, and he's like really angry because all these people are getting killed. The son promises to steal the love interest from the house who's in love with Bruce Lee. He's like, "Oh, I saw this little young girl who you you love little girls. I'm gonna go get her." So he goes and he steals this girl and murders everyone in the house. The bad guy does. Uh, including like a little kid they show a little kid with a knife in his back I'm like uh-huh. wow <laughs> okay now so now they show Bruce Lee sitting by the river and he's like oh I must avenge their death this is this, this sucks so he gets up and he like runs over and now he's just kind of tearing through everyone big fight kills all the people the henchmen at, this, at the thing kills the son he kills the son earlier now it's just boss versus him the boss is, has two knives. He's kind of... He's getting beat by yeah, Bruce that's Lee. that's the end of the movie, yeah. right? He's, he, the boss is getting, taking some chunks out of him. I mean, he's not doing terrible against yeah, Bruce Lee. Yeah, because they're fighting like in front of this house or whatever, and he had like these five bodyguards yeah, there. Yeah, they're right? all I dead, but they're dead. And now, yeah. yeah. So then he, then finally Bruce Lee kills him, and he jumps on the bodies, punching him. One of the servants goes and lets the girl out and says, run before he gets free and does horrible things to you, which he's going to. Uh, so then he finally, then Bruce Lee kills the thing. The girl had gotten the cops. The cops come and they're like, okay, well, let's, we're going to take you in. End. End of movie. You're like, okay, wow. well, uh, it was a good martial arts movie. I was, I, I, I was thankful that they did start having Bruce Lee fight. You know, like I said, that's one of those things where I'm like, eh, come on. You know what I noticed though? Cause I watched Way of the Dragon. Uh-huh. Also in that movie, Way of the Dragon, Bruce Lee has comedic things going on so he was trying mm. to expand his he was almost setting the not, not like it comedic. worked for jackie chan it's gonna work well for yeah me. obviously well before <laughs> jackie chan but he was actually being kind of funny making faces opposed to like a fist of fear was all serious yeah, i'm sure the no, big boss was all serious no comedy by by the way of the dragon though if he want if he had his druthers as they say he was doing light-hearted stuff comedian Little making bit. faces he really was setting the template for jackie mm. chan in a lot of ways mm, you know, know as well as Marshall's, oh, and by the way, I forgot. This is, this is. We'll just talk about it here, but because you'll laugh about this. But what the, I forgot. We were talking on Slow Road about a movie that I watched last week. I uh-huh. talked about Way of the Dragon. You know what else I watched? What's that? Um, Walking Tall with uh, <laughs> Joe Don <laughs> Joe Baker. Don Baker. <laughs> oh Yikes. God! You know what? You know if, if it wouldn't been for Moonshine, that nothing would have happened to him in that movie. No, nope. we'll have to watch it one day because there's something possibly I have something to say about Joe that. Don Baker. He made it, he's in a lot of the Double Seven movies. Um, Final Justice. Yeah. All right, so well, that's it. I mean, I'm a, obviously it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, very, very rudimentary uh, plot, but that's they all are. That's that's kind of part. The way it is, you know. 
Uh, I, I'm going to go with an eight. Same as yours. Nice, serviceable movie. He's a very good martial artist, very good sp- screen presence. So check it out when you can. Fist of Fury, and that's it for this week. We'll see. Fist of Fury or... Or Chinese Connection or Big, connection, bo- or or big, big boss. boss Man or whatever. Uh, all right. My name is Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week with more Kung Fu Greatness, not starring Joe Don Baker in any way. Ever. Oh, I'm going to look. <laughs> oh, no. Not for Kung Fu Theater, my friend. He might be in one. Yuck. <laughs> Oh my god, we're back. It's almost like we did 11 other of these. Oh wait, we did. This yeah, is, so far. This is Kung Fu Theater. My name is Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And this is the movie review Kung Fu Theater show that talks about those things. Number 12. Number 12. Seems like we've done more of these. It feels like we've done more. I know. It's weird. But only 12. Only 12. In a series. It, it's rare. It's a rare collectible at this point. Yeah, it is. But don't worry. It won't be in about a year and a half when we have uh, like 90 of them. <laughs> uh, so this week, man, yeah. wow. I, I chose. Bolo. I, yeah, I, I literally was I was uh, upset with myself that we had gotten to the 12th show when we hadn't had Bolo yet. Uh so I, I, I literally, to pick the movie this week, I typed in Bolo Young Full Movie. This one came up and I was like, done. Chinese Hercules. With, with, with Which Bolo isn't in the whole movie. No, he is in with his tight shirt and tight pants looking yeah, huge, you know. Yeah, but it's not really, it's kind of about Bolo, but not really. It isn't. No, he's just a heavy. And he's on the he's on the poster and he's like, argh. Oh, the guy's like, gigantic. This is going to be like a Bolo marathon and he is impressive and good in the mm. movie, but it's mostly about... The angsty. This is an angst-ridden kung fu Ugh. movie. This and guy's like the James Dean of kung fu. Just like last week, the one, one of the worst things ever is when you when you're there to see a fighter, and they're not fighting because of feelings. Feelings. Stick it. You can take that and stick it. I don't need it. Just fight. You know, because this movie starts out boom. It starts perfectly. Chinese Hercules. We're talking about. It literally starts bang. The guy's in a dojo punching the hell out of something. Boom! Fight scene. You're like, yeah. hell yeah! Let's yeah. go! You know, this is straight on just fight, fight, fight. Then a guy pulls a knife, and then it's super fight. Then it's super fight then, scene. Then he, then he kills him. And, and you're like, yeah. well, well, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, technically, sorta, he kills him. And then the guy gets all this angst written, like, oh my god, I killed somebody once. Oh, waiting. And he like, runs away, and I'm going like, and and. And, and his girlfriend is like, hey, come back, you know, he yeah. pulled a knife on you. You All you do is fight all day at the dojo. Is this a surprise you killed somebody that was trying to kill you anyway? Like, this, it's a little disjointed. Before we get too much into this movie, I did want to talk about Bolo a little bit. If you don't know the name Bolo Young, which you should, I'm sure you do, but Bolo Young is is a Chinese like weightlifter, powerlifter. Like he's a gigantic specimen. He I'm sure he's five foot two but in real life. <laughs> but I mean but he's huge. He is Arnold Schwarzenegger of that time big. And I and he made a very 
great niche for himself by being huge. I'm sure he just roided out for a couple of years. Has a really good workout re- regimen, and he's, and he's a gigantic. But he also did the, went the extra mile and did martial arts. Yeah. So he carved a niche for himself, instant bad guy. He was different from everybody else. Everybody else was like a 20, 120 pounds. Soaking wet, 120 pounds. And this guy's like muscle bound. Monster. And he's a monster. And he's pretty... You can tell he's not a great actor, but he's a pretty good actor. He like, has a screen presence. Yeah. And he was an Enter the Dragon. Yep. His movie. his persona is on screen is just and he's always a he's bad guy. Right? Arrogant. He just walks in. He blows his nose on the mat, like a lot of times where he does that, clearing his nostrils, and he just looks at people with disdain. And his only he's just like all I do is want to kill people. And he's always a bad guy. Always a bad guy. I've never seen him as a good guy. I would have loved to. I'm sure that might I be think out there. There is one or two. He yeah. has a gigantic filmography. You know, it's like we're talking hundreds, and. I you know there had had to be somewhere he was a father or a you know a, a loving yeah, teacher yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like that. they always that. do that kind or, of stuff or his school or school got uh, you know attacked and he had to yeah. seek revenge on the other school I've always since seeing him I saw him first in Bloodsport and when I looked him up and I realized he was fifty five when they did Bloodsport wow. my mind was blown really I could not believe it because this guy looked like a thirty year old Adonis like wow. in Bloodsport and he was. That's the kind of weight training he does. He is just big and healthy and unbelievable. I think he's still alive and still weightlifting. He's still around, but he's not making movies anymore, is he? Uh, I haven't seen any, but I, well, we should check is that. Sam I'll try Hung and check. Is Sam still making movies? No, no, he's dead. He did. Oh. I think he's long gone. Because he did that TV show for a little while. Oh yeah, I didn't even know that. So, yeah, I didn't. so if that that should ring a bell, if you don't, if you're like, who who the heck is Bolo Young that they keep talking about? Bolo Young, he's the gigantic guy. You yeah, know? in the kung fu movie, in the kung fu movie. In Hong Kong. Often kung fu seen movie. catching or throwing rocks. Often he has a very funny style of fighting, because um, he's just a monster. He just grabs hold of people, you know. So okay, that, that I just want to get that out there, kind of talk about him a little bit. So now we'll go back to this movie, which is uh, well. Why don't we take a break? We've talked for a while. Let's take a break. Okay, sure. And we'll then be... we'll come back and we'll go into straight into the movie. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Bruce Lee was the king of Kung Fu. Angela Mayo, the martial arts queen. But neither could compare nor compete with Chinese Hercules. He's the superhuman beast of the East. Bone Cracker. Head Crusher. Back Snapper. Body Breaker. Men. Women. Young. Hundreds. Or one alone. Each challenges and each becomes the pulverized prey of Chinese Hercules, the first and only muscle-mad monster of the martial art. Chinese Hercules, he'll get a crush on you. 
That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. All right. Uh, we're back. Did you, did you hear the Chinese Hercules trailer? Sounded yeah. exciting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, after this um, after this first confrontation, our hero, which I've seen in other kung fu movies, I think he's been around. I, don't, I can't think of his name, but he is a he is a well known martial yeah, artist. Yeah, you know. So and he's so now he le- he runs away, leaves his girlfriend, leaves the dead body, just takes off. Yeah, basically he killed like a. a, a what was the what was the deal? Okay, so he's fighting in the dojo. The girlfriend's like, hey, you know, you need to relax, and he's like, no, I got, I don't stop. I and then, <laughs> yeah. and then as they're walking out, like the girl's brother and the gang starts hassling the guy for some reason. I can't remember why. Maybe just like just street jerks. tops, I think. Yeah, I think they were just kind of like, oh. To say, and then okay, so then he ends up killing him, and then he like runs away, and you're like, because I guess he thinks he's going to be accused of murder or something like or that. Or he just can't deal with the fact that he murdered somebody. 
And then he goes out, and the next thing isn't the next scene oh. where he's out on the beach. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh my god, doing like the James Dean move. And then he gets like a rock, and he starts busting he his. He smashes hand. his hand, so he can't fight anymore. And you're like, as if, you know, like, what are you talking? What are you doing? What are you talking about? Why would you do that? And then, then smash cut him getting off of a boat. Oh, you can work here at this dock. Like a rice. Unloading. Yeah, carrying rice. It's just unloading rice. And I'm like, didn't they invent the wheels? They show these guys running back and forth. With these bags, I'm like, I'm pretty sure wheels were invented. And, since and, then, he's, and he wants to be the the top guy because he's like, that's two bags of yeah. rice. Well, on. and they get paid per bag. Yeah. Every yeah. bag they carry, they get this little stick that means money. So he's getting two at a time, and the guy says two hundred pounds a bag. I'm like, yeah, right. This this dude's carrying four hundred pounds. I don't think so, but whatever. You well, know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chinese mysticism. Uh, Chinese so and that's and he's not talking to anybody. He he doesn't say his name he doesn't say where he's been he's just kind of like he's a loner he's a loner now because he he's has such deep mixed emotions like you're saying james dean all day long and he's got like the you know the the, the jerk foreman who's yeah. like you know constantly harassing him some of the people there are like hey why don't you talk what's your problem you yeah know? we're trying to be your friend and you're just like <laughs> keep to yourself and he just like looks at him and he's like yeah whatever i don't care yeah. You know, he's definitely like, uh, uh, you know, mentally challenged for, for what happened to him or whatever. Uh, yeah. And a dishonorable man, you know, whatever. You yeah, know, exactly. It's like, hey, you, I learned to be like, you know, this great martial artist, and but it wasn't to kill people. It was just for self-defense. And yeah. But that guy pulled a knife on That's him, what so. I'm saying. If somebody pulls a weapon, that's when it's on, you know. So anyway, you, you, we, we get to this part where they're sitting there and they're eating and, and you know, and just sitting there. And these two street beggars or, st- or these very like street urchin poor people that don't they're stealing a little bit of rice out of the back of the where they where yeah. they unloaded them and b- they cut a little hole in it and they put a, rice in the sack to take pre- home presumably to eat because they don't they can't eat they're they're they're, yeah, they're that poor, poor. Yeah. and this is where this movie takes a very hard left and you're oh, like yeah. you're like wait what am i watching here because the the boss goes hey we got you and the, his henchman kind of run out and they start beating these these two up and one's a girl by the way one's too. a girl and they are beating her and this I is mean, like eight nine guys just like they're, throwing them they're all grabbing over. her grabbing her by her hair and punching her face and punching her stomach and smashing her head on the ground and they're smashing this guy and she's getting like her face is all puffed up and they just keep beating him and and then and you're like what the hell am i watching here you know and then the one guy comes out and he's like that's enough now and then he, then the, the the gang runs over and beats the crap no, out of him. No, he says, and he says to the guy, the foreman, he goes, "How much is how much does that bag cost?" X amount of money. He goes, "Here, I'll give you the money." No, no, no. This is the guy before that, before oh, our hero, okay. before our hero. One guy comes. But wasn't says, well, wasn't another guy did it before the hero did it? it was, did, the, the, yeah, yeah. The the, the heavier is that guy is like, "Hey, yeah, that's yeah. enough." And then the boss runs over and punches him. He says, oh, "I'll yeah, tell yeah. you when it's enough." And then he goes, "How much? How much could this possibly be?" And he's like, "No, oh, two hundred pounds worth." And you're like. He just was like he inflating. Goes, a month rent. Yeah, a month. Yeah, so he's like, no, you're not gonna pay now. And then the one, then our hero comes right, up right, with right. a big stack of money and says, "Here." So then, yeah, because because he's trying to just stop this beating because they're gonna kill these kids. Right. And these yeah. are they're they're trying to pretend they're kids, but they're just you know. Yeah. Actors. Right. Yeah. So then the bad guys go, oh, well, you, well, they steal every month. They steal everything that isn't tied down. You owe me. For a hundred million dollars, and and like he starts doing this weird math where you're like, so what? He's gonna pay for all crime that's yeah, been throughout right, all time. Yeah, is that where your math yeah. is coming from? Because 
Not adding up, dude. That's a bag of rice. Um, so they're like, oh, go beat him up. And they just, and then the henchmen start beating him, and they're like, oh, and go kill those kids, too. And you're like, oh, you're like super evil. Yeah, you're The right. most evil thing in the world. You're like, okay. So, so the guy gets the crap beat out of him. He doesn't fight back, which is nothing. really annoying. Oh, it's Because it's like, look, dude, you don't have to kill him, but you can just defend yourself. But it's just like, he's like some entitled freak that decides I can never use my hands again. You just know? like last week. You're like, oh, would you stop? I didn't buy but the ticket to see you not fight. So not yeah. only does he get the crap beat out of him, but the kid and the woman guy, get, the kid and the boy got beat the crap. And then the other guy... I think guy, they got away again then. The, they the, got away, yeah. but they still got the crap beat out of him. I couldn't believe the beating they gave that girl. I know. I've never seen... I, on screen, I've never seen a beating that hard on on yeah. like a little girl. Or, or You're like, the hell am I watching, man? And then the you big know. boss shows up and beats the guy again. Just nonstop. This is nonstop oppression, and you're like, wow... And you're like, wow, this whole movie is just like our heroes getting the crap beat out of them for no reason yeah. or whatever. So you're like, okay, so, yeah. but you really get annoyed with our he- with our quote unquote hero because oh. he's such a a dope. Yeah, you know? and he's just like that. He, he hides in his little room, and he, you know, I mean, I think the girl said it later in the movie. He goes, God, if you're so torn up about this, why didn't you just kill yourself? <laughs> you know, she basically says it, which is the most reasonable that, yeah. line. If you if you're that, why are you why are you being here and allowing all this to happen and not doing anything about it? Just, right. just kill yourself and get it over cause, with. Because after that fight, there's like one guy who's kind of in charge of the dock workers, or he's like their he's their, a good guy. He's like their the good guy. He's like their leader, so to speak. Uh, and he's got the same thing. He goes, "That guy's a good fighter." Now, how do you know? He goes, "Well, uh, I killed a guy one time when I've I I've seen it. I I've seen him. I know enough to know that he's." And the, and the yeah. guy said he even done it too. You yeah, know? yeah. Later he said that later when when he actually fights the boss because he snaps and he's like that's too much now. So then now now that's kind of like died down, and we go to the boss's house who owns the dock, and like the Chinese mafia is there, the, the triad, and they're like, oh, we want to own this dock for smuggling. And they bring Bolo with them. Yeah, right? and Bolo's just sitting there, he's kind the, of. He's the muscle. I'm just so to sitting speak. there, you know. Like, oh, we're gonna use this for for drugs or for special project products. Wink, and he's like, oh yes, I've always wanted to be rich. And you're like, okay, so he gives him a suitcase of gold. And he's like, yeah, now all you gotta do is get rid of all those dock workers, and we're gonna use this for drugs. And I'm like, this is not how any of this works. I know. The reason that you get away with it is because other things go through the docks, and you hide it. You hide the drugs <laughs> in the rice or in the water. Oh, but also. So, uh, we're going to get to something that annoyed me the most of all this. Okay. So then that's where this movie is centered around. Now the the, the thug who's now newly in, in, in the mob has to get dispatch of these dock workers. And, and, and like, the whole town basically works at this yep, dock. That's all there is. So they have to get rid of everybody. Yep. And so the, 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 the guy who's in charge, was in charge of the dock, now has to tell his guys, you got to get rid of everybody. Yeah. And, and so you know, either like, either like, fight them or kill them or do whatever. Get you know, and stay. Or and the ships aren't going to come in anymore. So everybody eventually will have to move out and go to another dock. And one guy even says, "All the docks are like, you know, full, full. Uh, you They're know, already capacity. Full capacity. This is and and we've been here for generations. This is like the dock that goes. This is here. all we know. You, you know? know, and and so that that this is where this is where the movie actually is, is kind of starting. Um, as far as now you have that, you have these this group that's trying to survive and work for it. 
and uh, and then then henchmen come and beat the heck beat them up and knock down their restaurant and beat them and yeah, beat them and down beat buildings them. And, and stuff and like that. Once in a while, Bolo Young um, destroys somebody. Um, Just a, like as a show of like, and everyone was like. <gasps> and what was funny was in a couple of the scenes when Bolo's fighting one of the guys, like the his the the mob guy. Like when Bolo's getting a bunch of hits, he does his little cigarette trick, what we'll talk yeah. about later. And then Bolo gets pissed off. Why'd you do that? You don't oh, have yeah. to do that. The first one, we're at the we're at that guy's house, the the mob boss's house, or the dock owner's house, and he's beating somebody up. I, I don't even remember who this was. I think this was just like a somebody that spoke up for the dock worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, some some guy went in. And he goes, oh, you know what? I'm going to fight my way. I'm going to speak. And he fought his way into the guy, and he That's got the right. crap beat out of That's him. That's right. And 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 during this fight, the 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 mob boss flicks a cigarette into the the fighter's eye. Well, the guy's getting some good hits on Bolo. Yeah. And Bolo basically, yeah. he beats this guy up. He turns to the guy and starts screaming, "Why'd you do that? Uh, how dare yeah, you he interrupt does, my fight?" He does fight. like a skull crusher thing. Yeah, so you're like. <laughs> It's total WWE like oh, yeah, kill yeah. move. Like he's like, oh my god! So he he flips out and goes, I was fighting that guy. How dare you interrupt my fight? Then he gets so angry he starts just ra- rage killing this other guy laying on the ground, kicking him in his face. And like, because yeah. Bolo at this point, I think they they were trying to amp him up where he was kind of seen as insanity, pretty or, much, or just yeah. nothing but rage and hate, you know. And uh, so so that's now we got that going on. So. Now the dock workers are getting oppressed, and and we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish out Chinese Hercules Chapter a- Three, aka Doctor Dock Workers Strike Back, a Quinn Martin production. <laughs> I don't think it was. There are only two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch. Hey, Make way for Corrado, the Hong Kong cat. <laughs> He's the king of Kung Fu Karate. He's quick as a cougar. Strong as a lion. Fierce as a tiger. And he preys on man. He's coming to tear you apart. The Hong Kong Cat. Rated R. He's wild, man. But that's for a different podcast. That's not for Kung Fu. All right. Which is what we're talking about, Kung Fu. Yep. Yes. So anyway. Anyway, on with the pa- show. Part three of Chinese Hercules. This guy is still doing nothing. In fact, he's doing less than nothing. He's just, he runs away every time something happens. And you're like, oh. Then they, so they carry, they carry the dead body back and they're like, oh, by the way, here's this dead guy. Uh, and then Bolo beats up a couple of people and says, now you have till noon tomorrow. You're still here. What happens? And Bolo says, "Kill, I kill." Like he only says a few words yeah, that are like yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. What What happens when you do something, Bolo? I kill them. That's like his answer to everything, kinda. Which I would like to think that that that's what he is in real life. But I doubt. Well, it. I, I doubt but it. I doubt if he is. He's like, oh, what happens if I don't give Bolo his coffee in the morning? I kill them. That'd be great, but probably well, not. Could happen. Could. But anyway, so yeah, so the boss has to go and kick everybody finally out. Yeah. And then the 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 other the foreman guy or whatever decides, you know, the, and, and a lot of these movies I've been noticing, even though the guy's like the big boss, he's like a heavy duty karate guy too. Oh you know yeah. I mean? It's not like he's his henchmen always do the work for him. At the end, he's like, okay, fine, you guys can't do it. Well, I'll let a real man do. Because at job the very end, after that guy kills Bolo, 
He starts fighting them. I'm like, no, stop. But before but, that... Yeah, before that. Before that, they send this guy out to kill people. And then it turns out that, you know, the guy's like are doing a good job against his henchmen. So he decides that he's going to... You know, the head guy's going to fight the other head guy of the yeah, of the, the, the doc wor- the doc the worker doc. is like spokesperson. Yeah, he that's where he gives his little exposition about I used to fight. I was a good fighter and I killed. And after I killed somebody, I I said I never would again. But you boss have pushed it too far. Yeah, like so instead of our hero doing this, you have an older guy, the dock worker's spokesperson, is mimicking the exact same thing. I used to not fight, but now you push me too far. I'm fighting, and I'm like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, right. Just, exactly. And that's what the problem in this movie is. It's just a big. Can we get to it, please? Yes, please. Let's yeah. get to it. So anyway, the the guy, like I think, is is the scene. He beats the crap out of the big by breaks his leg, both oh, legs. He, it's a vicious. He breaks his arm. He pulls his, his his like shoulder down out of his socket. Then he's walking away, going, "Okay, this is enough." And the and the the boss, the bad guy, runs yeah, he's over. Got, like a knife. He too, runs over and kicks him. So then he comes down and breaks his leg, and then the next scene is like you see him like in in the in his big mansion with his whore girlfriend there, and the boss is like what, the, the, the 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 yakuza boss, the so yakuza I'm, guy is like, what do you mean you didn't get rid of these guys? What do you mean? Come like, on. What do you mean you didn't get rid of these guys? Yeah, and he's like sitting there like, well, you know, we're gonna do it, but blah blah blah, and he's like, no 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 no, we g- we gave you this gold. Till you do the job. If you can't do your job, you're done. Hey, and Bolo, what happens when you can't do your job? I kill them. He jumps over, head crush. Head crush. And then the whore, all of a sudden, because best friends with oh, the guy. so funny. Because at one point, this was really weird. I had never seen this before. I'm going to back up a little bit. a couple scenes. When they kill that guy, the one that kind of went said, enough is enough, I'm going to go avenge our dock working situation. She is standing there watching this. And like, interestingly, watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. and because it's it's this guy's girlfriend, and she's obviously a gold digger, very attractive, with this mealy mouth weird yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's standing there smoking a cigarette, watching this guy get murdered, as like, as like you're watching TV. And and she doesn't say anything, and you're like, okay, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that added a creep factor number yeah, nine, yeah, and yeah, you're like, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Now fast forward. Bolo kills that guy, and, and the boss, the the mob boss. I shouldn't say Yakuza; that's Japanese, but it's the yeah. triad boss or the mob boss. Goes who who is second in command? And everyone's like, Nyah. and she comes strutting out. And goes, I'm second in command. He's like, I'll be glad to work with you. Yeah, you know, right. wink, working in horizontally. <laughs> so now she's taken over, and they're like, this is the end of this. We're done. They beat, you know. Now they go down, and Bolo. It's just Bolo and the guy. Yeah, and he's trucking. He's walking out. And, and like they're coming in. Bolo's coming in because the guys, the people won't leave. They're waiting to see if another ship shows up or they want to start it. And like the guy's hiding out in his room, and Bolo's coming in. Oh, we forgot. The, a ship does come by and drops off the girlfriend. Drops off the girl. That's and right. The, and the girlfriend's like, looking oh, for him. She I'm looking for this guy. He's short, but he's really strong. And he's and really like, whiny and yeah. he's like moody. And <laughs> he's like, like emo before emo, you yeah. know. And, and he's like, oh, that sounds like Cheng Chao or whatever the guy's name was. I yeah. forget what it was. And uh, and they're like, oh. And then she sees him and he's like, I don't know who you are and runs away. And you're like, what a do you puss. think that's going to work, dude? If you were like dating somebody for a couple of years and they saw you and you're like, oh, I, I don't know who that you are. That was my twin. Yeah. You're that like, was my doppelganger. You're, like, you're such a jackass. Yeah, totally jackass. And yeah. then... Uh, it was hard to root for him. I hated this guy. 
I wanted I wanted I was rooting for Bolo. I wanted Bolo to kill everyone and just take over the entire world. That's my that was my hope ending for this, but that wasn't gonna happen. But so he just goes and whines, and then Bolo gets into town and he likes killing everybody. Because the 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 spokesperson on his deathbed said, "You must tell that guy he's our only hope." And he heard this and he ran away. So he 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 the reluctant hero thing was way too long. When he heard that, he should have said, "You're right," and that's it. But they didn't throw the switch. Instead, he ran away in his little cave. Bolo shows up, murders everyone. I mean, and the two kids are like, "Hey, you gotta come back," you know, blah blah blah. You know, that's when like, you get woman slap slap too. He he sla- no, he doesn't slap the girl. Somebody slapped the girl, but not at him. So he said right. he's like doesn't do it. And finally, the girl walks up to him. And he goes, she gives him that speech. He goes, "Look, your friends are getting killed. You either if you're this if you're the distraught about it, kill yourself or fight these guys." Yeah. Because the whole town's going to get killed. It's going to be on your head. And you got to do something. And finally, like, he snaps. Because she yeah. even got into a fight with, yeah. the, with the boss. And he kicked her butt. I thought he was going to kill know. her. I know. The girlfriend gets beat up. And you're like, oh, my God. And she comes back all bloody. And she tells him this. And finally, like, like 80 oh, minutes into this movie. Of this 83-minute movie, you're like, oh, my God. He finally breaks up, and then he goes out there, and him and Bolo have their big battle royale and or Bolo, whatever. I laughed so hard. At one point, this somebody throws a rock at Bolo. Bolo catches it in midair and whips it at some other guy, and they do. And it, when it hits him in the head, it does the karate punch sound. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I like bust, belly laugh. <laughs> I belly laughed at that because it was so great. And Bolo's kind of. He's beating him up, but he's getting it, too. He's getting it, too, yeah. And he's not... This is something the character is written. He's... He's a combatant. He's not getting angry. He's fighting. He wants to fight this fight. Like, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. like cheating. He thinks he's the best in the world, and he wants yeah, to prove yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, it's kind of an interesting thing, because he's not just evil. He's, like, the greatest guy in the world yeah, in his yeah, head. Yeah. He's so he's forcer. proving it. He's yeah. the guy that's... Like proving his dojo, you know, exactly. and it's neat. And this guy's getting and given, and then finally he runs away, hides. The guy, he Bolo comes up over. He he um, cause oh, cause they did the cigarette flick again. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, was, Bolo's fighting him. Yeah. And Bolo's like knocked his shoulder out. Or he's only got one arm or whatever. Yeah. He, so he has to run and hide. And Bolo's looking for him. And Bolo can't find him. Finally, like, Bolo, Bolo looks up and he's up there and he knocks Bolo. He punches him in his, in his nuts. He, yeah, he does a nut punch he, and then he knocks him a off lot. a cliff. Our hero is, is, is kind of the, like, a, he's, he, he does yeah, a lot he of... Yeah, he fights dirty. He's a, he's a dirty fighter. Uh, so then Bolo falls and he, he kind of comes down and he puts his... Th- he he kills Bolo young. He, he basically like beats the crap out of him, and then he sees that he's still lying there, and he like kicks him in the. And he puts his foot on his neck. Put in his neck, yeah. and he breaks his neck. So then all that's left is him and the dirty dude boss or whatever. And you think the boss is going to be nothing? Because oh, no. this isn't even that other boss. Yeah. This is some random guy. Yeah, this is the mob guy. This is the mob guy, and you're like, okay, but nope, he's super guy. He's better than Bolo Young, and you're like, I don't think he'd be better than Bolo Young. And this is almost where I was sick of it before. And this is where I got even angrier because this boss is just punching him and punching him and punching him. I was like, okay, well, he'd be dead. This guy literally punched our hero like 20,000 times when he's against that little metal thing when they're like fighting. And he just kept kicking him and punching him and kicking him. I was like, well, you'd be dead. Sure. Because if you get punched and kicked that many times, I don't care if you punch a, a wall that many times, it's falling over, you know. 
But but then our hero just with one hand finally yeah. kicks him and breaks his legs, I think, and yeah. just leaves him lying there. And then they then they said like, so what do we do with him? And then one guy goes, well, what do we what do we always do with shit? You know. Yeah. And I guess they just threw him out. And then the last scene is like the girls are with him. Oh, you know, she's happy, and the ships are coming back, and he's of course yep. got two bales of yep. and rice. And she and his girlfriend's the accountant. And, and Kegel, like, and that's the end, and, and he's a hero now. Yeah, happily ever after. Too too long, too long. They pushed that reluctant hero to a Way breaking too. to a breaking point where you're like, this ruined the movie. Now, rarely, I the, mean, it did get you angry, which I guess is like an emotion. It gets you involved in it, but you really got you really were rooting for him to like die at the end. I mean, maybe save everybody, but like take it take it for the team because he was a, he let a lot of people die. And he yeah, could have stopped. Let a lot there. of people down, and that's. The thing about the reluctant hero is it's a very good way to show that our hero has emotions. He's not just one-dimensional. He isn't just a killing machine like Bolo. Otherwise, why would you vote root for him over Bolo? But that just has to be a small sprinkling in the soup. Like just a little bit of seasoning. Up, oh, he's reluctant. That's cool. And then as soon as they beat up those kids, time to turn it on. And then that's great. But that was too early in the movie. They couldn't. I have, know. Yeah, but they could have found something. Find a jump off point, like when the doc spokesperson dies. I would have. I would switch it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like right before, like right when the guy dies, have the girl go there and like go, hey, you know, the two kids or the girl with the two kids go, hey, the doc worker died, and he goes, are you kidding me? This is really my fault that this happened. But no, everybody has to die. And then the girl has to tell him to kill himself before he finally, like, wakes up and, like, she calls yeah. him what he is, like, you big pussy or yeah. whatever. And I liked, I loved uh, Bolo, which is why I picked this. And I liked, I, I liked his performance in it. I thought it was great. Not a lot of talking, not a lot of nothing. Just killing. Just killing, yeah. yeah. And, and you'd fight people and punch people and throw people around, which is what muscle guys do in these movies, you know. I mean, it's an okay enough movie. I mean, I was in, I, I watched it. I wouldn't get bored at all. I think yeah. it's worth watching. But the the, the yeah. reluctant hero was really that ruined the, it. Because yeah, yeah. when this out of the gate, I'm like, here we go. It's like like a master of the flying guillotine. Out of the gate, you know what you're in for, and it doesn't let up. Like the foot is on the gas pedal that entire movie because it's just fighting and fighting, and that guy wandering around just mercilessly killing everything. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. yes, <laughs> you know, this is great. This is what I want. And this one is just ugh. You know, it starts really hot. With like the fights and the and the and the training and you're like okay this is good and just lays an egg you know and you're like yeah. bogged down in boring story not boring story but story that doesn't really churn up anything other than why is our hero just standing around you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like you're again saying, it's worthwhile watching. it's a good yeah it's a it's it's worthwhile watching it's, if you like kung fu movies this is a fine kung fu movie but they did a little misstep here and there you know yeah story wise yeah what are you thinking about it. I'm, I'm going to say six. See, I'll give it a little bit better than yeah. 6.5. I, well, like I said, I wasn't bored. I get bored on movies easily. Yeah. I wasn't bored. I watched it all the way through, and I was like... But mostly it was because I was so annoyed. <laughs> you were hate-watching really, it. I was hate-watching yeah. it. I was so annoyed. How long is it going to take for this jerk Guy, to yeah. freaking wake up and kick some oh, people's butts? Oh, I know. That's... You know, I guess it worked in that. Because even in the in even in the Bruce Lee one, which I was critical of slightly, I wasn't I wasn't hating on it, but because of the same thing. But they but he came around faster and it and it saved it. They they, they he became not the reluctant hero quick enough that we got it. 
And then he moved on. And then Cause he in just because in the Chinese connection, the one Fist of Fury yeah. Chinese connection, one you want to call it, he was fighting from the beginning. Right. He wasn't like the reluctant guy. Or whatever. Yeah. Well, he, he I hadn't seen too many of these. He couldn't reluctant. fight. He couldn't fight. He couldn't fight. Then he fought. This is yeah. the first. I mean, I haven't watched that many kung fu movies. This yeah. is the first reluctant guy one that I've seen. And this one, it was it was pushed to the too far. Too far. Yeah. So you know, usually, like I said, usually the trope is. You, they promised their girlfriend or wife. They promised their mom. They're yeah, not yeah, going to do it anymore. Go, yeah. But that is quickly broken because horror ensues. You know, yeah. some bad guys come a in and burn down the or, restaurant yeah, or yeah. beat up the mom, and then well, or now, the teacher. Now it's on like Donkey Kong. And once again, you got the crime boss, and you got all these bosses. And this isn't set in. Was this set in old school world? No, Nobody has a gun. <laughs> you got the mob with no guns. Again, this is. This is what I like and what I don't like about these movies. <laughs> no way, man. Gunless. Knives. A lot of knives. And, and to you know, to me, as soon as you pull a knife, that means... You that, means can, act, that means you kill or be killed. That Kinda. Like, uh, that's serious stuff. There's and, no gray area there. You, you pull a knife, you're not going to pull a knife so you can, like, you know, uh, cut off one of my, like, you know, eyelashes or whatever. You want to push a hole, punch a hole uh, in. Yep, me. that means time to be killed. Time or to kill. God, yeah. Oh, well, that's it for this week. Uh, you got anything else? We good? No, that's All it. All right, that's it. My name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next week with more Kung Fu excitement. Next week. Next week. Or next week. Next week, mate. I think I'm going to pull a goofy one for next. Well, no, I can't because I didn't bring it. When I do bring the next one, it's going to be a really goofy one. All right. Well, next I, week is going to be a regular I, I look forward day. to the goofiness. We'll see you oh, next week, everyone. Sing us out of here, Don. Kung Fu Don Sullivan. any more like laughing than I do right now.